everybody and welcome back to the Freshman 15 Podcast. Binge Knopper back here. With Colin Bass. Binge, who's our special guest today? Boy, do we have a surprise for you guys. We've got the king on campus these days. It's national champion Jared Butler. Thanks so much for taking the time to be here. Yeah, man. I appreciate y'all having me, man. Doing something really cool here, so I'm just glad to be a part of it. Yes, well, thank you for making the time to be part of it. And we understand that you know you were kind of on a tight schedule today with that group project, <laughs> and so you know you you win the big dance and you come back to be a hardworking student at Baylor. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, no, um, it's funny. Like I'm graduating, and um, I'm graduating in three years, so like it's been like just a goal of mine to get done with school and you know just really focus on that. So yeah, I got to do it. Absolutely, Let's go. Let's absolutely. Go. So. What's that like, like getting back to the airport and, you know, seeing the fans there and the parade and just like going back to campus after, um, you know, obviously winning the big championship? No, man. Um, I think it's like the highest point of any college career is winning a national, national championship and then coming back to see everybody in a city, in a town, just like just be in love and just, you know, just um, enjoy the moment with you. So, like, that was, like, a really cool thing. You know, you win it for your team, and then you get to come back and see just a bunch of people rooting for you. So that's, like, the really cool thing that, you know, like you said, coming off the plane, it's, like, just mad love. So I loved it. Absolutely. So last year, y'all were amazing, Mm -hmm. and then COVID hit, kind of wrecked the season. Did you guys think coming into it, you said national championships it, or did you just take it one game at a time? Uh, I mean, before the season, we understood like how good we were. Um, we understood the guys we had on the team. We knew that we had some pros. Um, so yeah, before the season, we we're like national championship. But like during the season, you know, you got to take it one game at a time. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's the that's the right answer. Yeah. And, and yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> kind of looking back. So this is an interesting thing for me, is because you know I grew up a big fan of Baylor. I'm from a Baylor family, and so I remember your freshman year, you being here, and like they'd always talk about how you were thinking about Alabama for yeah. some time, and things, you know. You, they worked out differently and you ended up here. So like kind of looking back, I know Colin asked about like going into this year after COVID, but if you kind of rewind to when you're, you know, a star high school basketball player and you're looking to college, um, did you ever imagine you would kind of end up in this position? Uh, no, man. To be honest with you, I mean, I knew I was a good basketball player. I knew like I can play a little bit, but like winning a national championship wasn't on my radar um, per se. Um, I just really wanted to make sure I was good, you know, going into it and like fitting in and, you know, trying to play as soon as I can. That was just my main goal going into it. And then I just wanted to make sure I go to a great school where I can, like, you know, just grow as a man, too. Mm-hmm. And what what does that kind of look like for you? Because I know we see the tangible things on the court and Coach Drew's culture of joy. <clears throat> Excuse me. But um, how have you kind of grown maybe in your faith and off the court as well based on your involvement at Baylor? Yeah, man, I, I grew a lot, man. Just um, spiritually, I think the most um, um, with just basketball and then the things that come with it and, you know, being on number one team in the nation, um, you got to grow up quickly. Like you got to really have something that you can, you know, take hold of and, and believe in and truly believe in. And um, and that's what sustained me throughout the years. And I'm just thankful that Baylor was just such a great place where I could, you know, have just supplements of things for my faith and just my spirituality. So that was like really really big for me mm-hmm. that's super cool that's super cool and it's cool how you can you can be on a big stage but also yeah. you turn it up to an even bigger stage you turn yeah. it back no and yeah. that's amazing just to see yeah and um, coach you always talks about it's like the game of life and then there's like the game we have and um we're always trying to win the game of life and um so yeah that's that's big 
Mm-hmm. And we, we see you around. We, like, I think the reason you're on today is because Colin ran into you at the business school <laughs> yeah. and things like that. And so I'm sure, I'm sure you did it all the time, you know, people who you know, want to meet you and you know, take the pictures and things like that. So kind of how has that been like, you know, balancing, you know, the, being the basketball player with, you know, being the college student and getting back to campus and everything? Yeah, um, coming back as a national champion, um, you know, the level of popularity definitely went to another level. Um, like I can't go anywhere without somebody asking for a picture. Or like, <laughs> it's, it's, But like that's what I asked for in a way, you know, so I kind of have to be like. Um, just humble enough and personable enough to be like, yeah, like this is what I asked for, this is what I, you know, wanted. But um, it's been cool. But like at, at the same time, I love being able to just relate with people and like and, and let people know I'm still a college student. Mm-hmm. I'm still like just one of the bros. Like I'm I'm never too high um, on my high horse or anything to you know not speak to somebody or uh, you know balance it. So right, and I think I think a good a good follow up to that would be kind of now that you've built this platform. Mm-hmm on campus what do you kind of plan to do with that and um in the future as well yeah. with that platform that you have now uh no man i just you know try to continue to be a light and um and also just to stay true to who i am and not try to you know be this facade of a person and try to hold up to the standard that i put on myself or you know people put on me um that's like been a really big thing and something you have to daily work on and you know make sure you remind yourself um but yeah and then i think as I continue to play basketball and, you know, hopefully in the NBA, like, um, people can look at me as like, oh, that's the Baylor guy. That's the guy um, that just was about the right things. And um, yeah, that's what I just hope to be, you know. I love that. I love that. So looking back, maybe middle school and high school, mm-hmm. you see that kid that you used to be yeah. playing basketball just in the streets on a little middle school basketball team, high school basketball team, playing varsity. What do you look back and wish you knew or you want to tell that kid? Oh, that's a great question. Oh, man. I think for me, my biggest problem, if I could tell Jared back in seventh grade, man, like, <laughs> like don't worry about, um, I spent so much time worrying about whether or not, like my future, like I feel like everybody does. Um, but the good thing about me, Jared in seventh grade, like I worked hard, like I, I, I still did the work and I still worried on top of that. So I worked hard and I worried. <laughs> so like it was just, just, just exalt, exhausting, and um, if I could tell Jared, man, don't worry about your life. You know, tomorrow has uh, more than enough worries. Just, just focus on the day and um, try to win the day. And I think ultimately, it's gonna you're gonna put days together to, to hopefully you know just achieve what you want to achieve. You know, absolutely, that's a great perspective and something that Colin and I relate to a lot. You know, we've got our calendars and we we try to fill it up. We think we're busy, and you know, it's easy to get stressed and then the routine of you know what being a college student looks like but that's you know kind of part of the reason we wanted to have you on right is because you're you're balancing basketball and school and your on-campus involvement with the platform that you have and it's kind of special to get that perspective on like not you know worrying too much about how you're spending your time or what the future brings because like you said tomorrow has enough 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 worries of its own and so um kind of uh, another question I wanted to ask you because I know we've talked about the whole basketball component of it a lot but what has some of your other on-campus involvement been like throughout your college journey? Yeah, um, um, I can I can start from FCA, which is the Fellowship Christian right, Athletes. Right, that's, that's been really oh, yeah. cool. Great organization. Um, I was in SAC, which is like a student government type piece for you know just the student athletes on campus. Um, I'm also uh, I'm also on this this committee as far as just college athletes in general for um, the NCAA. It's the, the oversight committee where they just, you know, make rules on legislation and mm-hmm. regulation and stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I had a pretty busy schedule, but um, 
I, I've always felt like that's what made college fun. Like I would always want to go to these meetings. I wanted to be around people and I wanted to, you know, just make an impact. So I, I love doing that. Like I had no problem doing that. So, um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know, I know we got some good advice for younger Jared, but what is some other advice that you would share with for college maybe students? just, maybe just your average Baylor student? Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> I, I know freshman year is hard, like regardless of like kind of who you are, unless you're just the most, you know, um, fit in person, you, you know. So like this guy. Yeah, this guy. Yeah, this guy right. Laugh. That's like so. Yeah, like I this guy. But um, yeah, it's it's gonna be hard, you know. Um, I I just think you gotta stick through it and realize that everybody's also going through the exact same thing you're going through. Mm-hmm. So don't ever feel like you're alone or like, oh, like I'm I'm the only one that doesn't have friends. I'm the only one that's having problems with my roommate. Like everybody's going through the same thing. Um, and then another thing. I would just say, like, wait till you find that group of people that you find, you know, like, these are my guys, these are my people that I can, you know, um, I could take the bad of them and still hang around them. That's, like, mm-hmm. a big thing. Um, you're not going to find anybody perfect, but you got to find the people that you're willing to be like, all right, this guy's messy roommate, but I still love him. It's not to be this guy. No, no, no. It goes the other way. But, Jared, I think that's a great point you have there. And kind of uh, talk to us about how you found that community, right? Because, yeah. like you said, everyone's in the same boat, kind of fighting for it, struggling to find that group that they identify themselves with. Was that always basketball for you, or did you find you know other places? Like, how did that work for you? Yeah, it's it's kind of easy for me to say because I have a basketball team, so I got guys I'm gonna be around all day. But um, what I what I didn't focus on was like trying to find friends. Like, what I did was like I wanted to do things in Baylor, and I I tried my hardest to accomplish those goals. And then the people that like were. I think best suitable for me just kind of found me and I attracted those people. So like you, you kind of don't have to go out and search for friends. You just kind of be on your grind, do your thing. And then like the right people will come around um, and you'll notice that it'll be easier to, to tell. So that was like my, my mm-hmm. biggest thing. Yeah. And I think that's kind of just goes to what you said earlier about basketball too. That don't even stress about it too much because yeah. it's going to come. It's right. going to come. Mm-hmm. And if you force it, they're probably not going to be the yeah. best friends in the first place. Right. So Mm-hmm. I, I met this guy by accident the very first day I was here and you know, I, was, I wasn't out seeking out for him you know we just happened to be at the same table at Mimo Dining Hall yeah, cool. and so things like that work out pretty great but um, another question kind of switching topics here a little bit is um, just what this means for Baylor and this championship and everything right and um, we talk about um, what Coach Drew inherited you know nearly over a decade ago and kind of uh, how this kind of shifts the narrative a little bit about Baylor and like how yeah. well you guys represented the school. So what does that mean to you, knowing you were part yeah. of such a culture change? Nah, man, it's it's it just it was just one of my goals. Um, so like to to say that like I wanted to come to Baylor and be like um, a legacy guy. I wanted to like just transform. Like oh, like we brought the Baylor to first Final Four. <laughs> like you know, like I wanted to do those things. Like yeah. and then to say I did it, like you know. It's just really cool, really cool. But um, man, I think it changes just the whole dynamic. It changes just people's lives. Um, you know, I think people found some hope in our just in our tournament run and just our whole theme of, of culture. So like, I think that I can never speak on the the advantages we have from just winning. But um, man, I, I I just man, it's it's just cool, bro. Like it's mm-hmm. so just cool. cool. So cool. Like that's it. Like that's all I can explain it. But especially here now, like and it's such a trying time. COVID's kind of wrapping up. Yeah, people yeah, are starting yeah, to yeah, have yeah, more yeah. Yeah. And to have that in Waco, mm-hmm. the parade, like thousands of yeah. people on the streets, and to see you guys mm-hmm. coming down, that it's, was so cool. It's cool, bro. It's it's really cool. But um, yeah, man, just 
But at, at the same time, bro, like, just to be completely honest, like, 100% authentic, like, yeah. there was a moment in time after you win the national championship, and um, maybe this is, like, a, a more of a life um, lesson. You win the national championship, uh, we're screaming for a good, like, three minutes, and we're standing at the, point of, uh, the podium, and, like, um, the confetti falls down, and I'm like, this is it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dang, I'm, yeah. Like, I'm like, that's it? Like, that's, that's all I get? Like, you know, like, I'm not... Like, my heart wasn't just, like, overjoyed. Mm-hmm. Like, I was I didn't reach this point of enlightenment. Like, I didn't, um, it wasn't, it wasn't all that. Like, like what, but was what all that was the relationships I built with the team and, like, the being able to do something with a group of people. Mm-hmm. Like, that was, like, that, I was missing it the whole time. Like, I was striving for this national championship and the feeling at the end, but, like, it wasn't it. Like, I'm yeah. here to tell you right now, like, the goals you set out for your life, man, you think that's going to get you happiness, that's going to get you joy, man. It's, it's not. Like, it's not going to fulfill you. Um, so that's another reason why not to worry. Like, it's not, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So um, so the biggest thing for me was having having Jesus sit there at the, mm-hmm. at the podium being like, oh, I did it with you. Like, thank you. Like, you know, this is this is something we could experience together or something you allowed me to experience. So, you know, that was really big thing that, like, I, I needed to say for sure. Right. I think that's, I really appreciate like the honesty there yeah. of sharing that because I know that, you know, that's what kids dream of is being there at that moment. And then once you get there, like you said, yeah. you know, the confetti falls and the lights go out and you're like, that's it. That, that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, like you said, it speaks to the bigger point of, you know, for you, it might've been that national championship, but for people here, you know, it might be school. It might be that academics. Yeah, yeah. It might be joining that sorority. Yeah. Or it's, getting that internship. Like, exactly. It's exactly. Like, oh, you're going to be, I'm going to make it once I get it. But you're mm-hmm. not, bro. Like your, your flesh is going to like want to want something else. So, like, mm-hmm. And it's, it's like, you know, where, where are you putting your faith? Yeah. Where are you putting your identity and where yeah. are you finding joy? And it's cool to hear that, um, you know, that's kind of how you saw Jesus amid yeah. all that. And so uh, one, one last point, I think, before, you know, our 15 minutes expire here. Um, you know, you keep hearing a uh, culture of joy a lot about this team, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think just talking about that and, um, you know, that moment, kind of tell us what that means to you and your teammates, the idea of a culture of joy. Yeah, it's a mindset, you know, that we go into just life and mainly the games. Um, it took the focus off ourselves and put Jesus at the forefront. So, like, when you're playing a basketball game, you're not... Jesus doesn't really care, like, you know, if you turn the ball over, like, you know, you don't, you don't, you're not like, dang, like, you know, if you're playing for Jesus, um, and then the next point, others, like, you're not, we're not going into the game thinking, how can I, you know, get my stats up, how can I improve my draft, Scott, which is a hard thing to not to focus on, yeah. um, so, like, that was just a, it's just a mindset change of, you know, putting the right, perspec- right things in the right perspective, and um, it, it sustained us, it helped us a lot, so. Absolutely. I, I can see even on the basketball court, focusing on yourself can totally turn you away. Yeah. But even anywhere in life, too. You're yeah. only focusing on yourself, it's only going to make you harder. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, man. Yeah, no, that's good, man. And Jared, we, we appreciate that so much. I think like some of the key things I would take away from this is just like the things that you think are so important and these expectations you set, you set for yourself. You know, you race for them, and then maybe one day you get them, and then it's just kind of like, you know, that's it. And it just speaks to how you need to have your faith in something and you need to find your community as well. Yeah. So, um, but you know, before we finish up here, do you have any other closing thoughts you want to share? No, nah, man, I just encourage y'all to keep doing this, man. This is, <laughs> this is fun. Like I'm telling you, this is fun. So don't, don't mess it up. Don't, um, you know, take it for granted, man. Just, just keep going. Absolutely. Keep well, so thank fun. you so much, Jared yeah. Butler, national champion for taking the time to do this with us today. And until next time, this has been Schnaufer. And Colin Best. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. <laughs>